Welcome to the Be Real podcast. I am your host, Diana Gasparoni. I am a visionary psychotherapist, CEO, and founder of Be Well Psychotherapy and Be Her programs. Along with my amazing co-hosts, Anisha Salisbury and Divya Robin, each week we will talk about the journey of mental health wellness. We will talk about why your mental health is just as important as your physical health and the connection that being mentally well has on all areas of your life. We will be interviewing psychotherapists from various disciplines and schools of thought, doctors from both Eastern and Western disciplines, authors, change makers, thought leaders, and more. Our mission is to bring you information that is both thought-provoking and encourages you to look closer at your mental and emotional well-being. We will give you tips and insights to taking the next steps, or if you have already gotten in the door, to go deeper. Each week, we are going to have real conversations, helping you work through your mental wellness questions, reminding you that you are not alone. Mental health is my passion. I practice what I preach. I know that the struggle is real. It is our mission to touch as many souls as we can with this content, leading you to a place of mental clarity and well-being. So for the next hour, let's work together and look underneath the surface and get real. Hey, hey, it's me, Diana Gasparoni, the host of Be Real. Um, Adnisha could not be with me for this part of the episode, but she is going to be with me in a minute. Uh, today, we're super excited to have my dear friend Dawn Tardif on to talk to us a little bit about what she does. We go into the history of how we met, but Dawn has a day spa in my hometown. Shout out to Beverly, Massachusetts. And she, we randomly met <laughs> when we were having dinner and um, we became really good friends immediately. It was really nice when I was there at that time in my life and I was a yoga teacher and I found somebody who uh, had very similar interests as I did and also uh, owned a day spa where I could get my nails done. I mean... Hmm. But it's not just a place where you can get your nails done. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about my girl, and then we're going to get started. So Dawn Tardif, founder and president of Body Science Wellness Center and Spa since 1990, has more than 29 years in the health, wellness, and spa industry. Uh, Dawn has earned her degree in Ayurvedic medicine, which she's going to talk about today a lot, from the International Ayurvedic Institute in 1999. She studied with top Ayurvedic leaders in pursuit to become a master in the field of wellness. Dawn holds certificates in Allo, oh, I hope I say this right. Allopathic medicine from the Boston University Mini Medical School, as well as anti-aging nutrition and clinical aromatherapy. Now, you guys aren't going to be able to see her skin today, but my goodness, is she doing a good job keeping it young and keeping it real? Prior to entering the wellness field, Miss Tardif entered at studied at Babson School of Executive Entrepreneurship and Bentley University for Accounting. So she's got her ducks in a row. It goes on and on and on and on and on. She has so many credentials. She's been all over the place. She's done some work at the Grammys. She's done, she's got a building a green spa team. She's got a green spa. She's like, she sits on all these panels. She does all these wonderful things. But one of the things she does the best is she really, really, really helps you take care of yourself in ways that are grounding and supportive. And she does it all with love and kindness and with an Eastern mindset that really incorporates so many of the things that are available to us, but she is actually an expert. So that's really exciting. Sit back, get comfy, get your tea, 
because she's going to encourage that you drink tea, have a little listen and hang out with me and Anisha while we learn more about Ayurveda and some of the wellness practices that we can be doing right now. Ooh, and make sure you're in a comfortable seat because she's got a little surprise for you at the end. Okay, great. Thanks. During this time of COVID-19, we want to remind you to be patient and breathe. If you notice that you are having trouble sleeping or concentrating, that is natural under these circumstances. We all need a minute to adjust. However, if you are feeling overwhelmed, extremely anxious, or the isolation is too much, now may be the time to connect with a therapist. If you are in the New York area, please reach out to BeWellPsychotherapy.com And if outside the area, please connect to a therapist near you. Again, if you're in the New York area, please contact BeWellPsychotherapy.com. Now, back to our show. Hello, and here we are, another episode of Be Real. Um, I think it's episode nine, Admisha. And uh, today, Anisha and I are super excited because we have, I got to introduce Anisha to a very good friend of mine, uh, my friend Don Tardif, who is the, let me see, I want to give it, give it some, because <laughs> I want to I give it like some clarity besides just like my friend, but she is the founder, president of Body Science Wellness and Spa. I have had the privilege of being her friend, oh God, 19, not, we don't have to do that, um, <laughs> long. but long time for many, many years. One of the things that I really, when I started the podcast that I was really wanted to incorporate was in the mental health space, bringing wellness practitioners into the work that we do so that we can see how important the mind body connection is, and we can bring that all together. Dawn is one of the people closest to me that I think does it the best. So I wanted to uh, have her in have a conversation and let her tell us a little bit about her version of wellness. And I'm going to let Anisha take over from here and start asking her some questions. Well, I first want to say I am super excited about having you on, Dawn. Um, I am a lifetime learner, and I have to tell you, I don't know much about Ayurveda. So for me to have you on today has been like, yes, I'm going to learn something new. I always want to tell my clients about anything that will make them feel better, both mentally, physically. So I'm super excited to have you here. So thank you, first off. My pleasure. My pleasure. And um, I guess we should start with if you could share with our listeners a little bit about who you are. Let them know who you are. Goodness. Well, I always find this a very interesting question, and I never know really how to answer it. Well, uh, there's a lot of beauty in the word Ayurveda. So Ayur and Veda, when you break them up, Ayur is actually um, life and longevity, and Veda is the Veda, the wisdoms. And so it's actually the lifelong wisdom of being able to take care of yourself, um, being able to step through your life feeling balanced and feeling emotionally balanced, spiritually balanced, um, feeling that you have um, something to bring to the table, joy, joy in your life and joy that you bring to others. And that's the epitome really of health is when you're happy. Um, So for body science, what we, what I did, I always say we, I guess it's me, myself and I can, but what, what I did is that uh, (laughs) I started the company that um, provides treatments. So we provide treatments like face and body and hand and feet. 
but not in the traditional sense. We actually look at the body as an energetic being, and then we start from that premise, and we balance that person's energy based upon Ayurvedic medicine, but all the therapies that actually have scientific uh, roots and that have been proven. So our methods are like lymphatic therapy and uh, color therapy, which is color light therapy. We do meditation. We have classes. We have workshops. All of the things that we do, the intention is allowing for the mind and the body and the spirit to come into energetic alignment. So I kind of find it funny today that a lot of the world wellness conferences that are going on today, they finally are stating that science has discovered that we are made up of energy. This <laughs> <laughs> big discovery, really? <laughs> that we, we're energetic beings? Yes. Yes. And um, they actually think that it's a huge paradigm shift. So that really concerns me because there is science, um, you know, in so I have to back up and say that their premise is that we are now considered to be a complex biofield of electromagnetic frequencies. And this is based on Harvard and NASA. And I'm like, <laughs> wow, I'm glad you arrived. <laughs> Welcome to my party. <laughs> Now we can read, you know, according to them that our therapies do work. So, you know, that's what we do. And that's what we've been doing for close to 30 years. Huh? <laughs> and now Harvard's giving you the approval to move forward. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. And I, I didn't mention this and because sometimes I forget, but I was Dawn's first yoga teacher and also, <laughs> which is not how we met, by the way. And I am a student of Ayurveda, so I really am excited for you, you, Anisha, to be able to learn as much as you can today, also about the other therapies, because I was also, when we met years ago, I also got to be, <laughs> I got to be one of the people she practiced some of these therapies on as she was learning yeah. them. Yeah, I've had, I've, I've had, it was a privilege. It was really amazing to be able to be part of that journey. I know that well, I want you to just ask another question. I'm just going to leave it there. We can talk. We can talk. I just, I, you well, can just go. I, I have to say, um, actually, that's a great segue um, to answer uh, Anisha's question, actually, because <clears throat> one of the therapies that we do is something that uh, I learned on Diana. And, um, mm -hmm, and it was called Abhyanga, which is a forehand, forehanded massage to therapists. One standing on the right, the other one standing on the left. In a mirror image and synchronicity, we massage the body. To learn that is a privilege. To do it is an honor. Abhyanga itself is called the dance of loving hands. And literally, mm -hmm. when I think back, which is the memory that I went to as she started to say this, uh, the therapist that I had back then, um, her name was Suzanne, and her and I were the first to learn it. And it was the most amazing experience. I will never forget it. And when I step into the room to teach my staff now, it is, it just brings us together. And it really truly is not something that you can teach a therapist to do unless you've been with them for a long time and unless you have a relationship with them. And then once you have that relationship and you have a body in between you and you're massaging in that mirror image of one another from head to toe, very systematically, that it, it when you leave the room as a therapist, we look at each other and we're like, wow, mm -hmm. that was amazing. And we have such a peaceful feeling. 
But then the client is like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. It's so calm. I, I also will never forget it. It is the most calming, relaxing space. You just like, and when you think about, think about the body energetically and you have two people who are working and really lovingly together, what that does to your nervous system as you're lying on the table and like allows you to shift and change and relax in a way because you are being held so gently and so profoundly. It was incredible. It really, I, I, like I said, it was, it was a privilege and I have actually, I, I have had Ayurvedic massage in India and this was a more powerful experience. Thank you. We, we hear that a lot. It's, um, it's interesting for me because the scientific realm of it is that exactly what you said, Diana, is that it brings your nervous system. You know, your nervous system can be operating at a very high level every day. And if we translate that to hertz, it could be 40 hertz is what you're vibrating at. And then all of a sudden you're put in between our hands and we bring you to that meditative state. And that meditative state can bring that person to maybe 12 hertz to 10 hertz, you know, if they've had experience or if they've meditated before, or if they've done yoga before, it could bring their brave, their brain wavelengths down to about eight. And if they're experts, maybe six or four. So it's very powerful. That's when, that's when your body eavesdrops on your system to find out what needs to be recalibrated or what needs to be balanced. And when you allow your body to eavesdrop on it internally, then that is when we repair. And therein lies, you know, the beauty of what's happening to us today. That's what's um, so beautiful about what's happening to this current moment in time is that we are um, in respite. And so we may emerge from all of this healthier. I heard everything you said, but I loved the eavesdrop that you like it's true like if you have to slow down and you start to meditate you are eavesdropping on your body i never i I, what great language because you can start to feel like what and see in a different way what's happening internally and that is it's a it's another way to have a conversation with yourself because you are listening in a new way right and like anisha you and i listen all day right like we are listening to words all day And like, but listening to the body is a different, it's a different part of the year. It's a different, it's a different experience when we start to listen to the body. When you have these sessions with people, how long do they last? Uh, There are different time lengths. Um, We have anything from 30 minutes, which would be something as an introduction. So it would be an intro that they would experience maybe a chair massage that they would come in for something that would be um, less time consuming. We prefer to see people really spend a long amount of time with us, an hour, hour and a half. We have some clients that are with us for three to four hours. Spa industry, it's kind of interesting because uh, there was a period in time where all spas were like, oh, people want it fast. They want it quick. They want to get in. They want to get out. It's express. I'm like, oh, my God, what an oxymoron. <laughs> like, <that's- laughs> like, come in. Give it to me quick. Okay, goodbye. You're all set. <laughs> you know, it's um, kind of crazy. So, We've never changed that. Uh, we've never changed our time frames. Um, it takes a certain amount of time. So the way that we orchestrate our treatments is that there's, it's almost like serving someone a meal. You know, you wouldn't just go give them meat on a plate. That's how we take a look at our treatments is that, yes, there's the body of the treatment, but it needs to be wrapped around in a certain way, a certain dynamic 
in order for the person to reach that level of relaxation. And there's no other way to bring them. It's, it's, a, it's like taking steps. I hate using that overused word of journey, but literally it is a journey. We're taking you in and we're um, setting the stage and then we're creating the land, like we're tilling the land for then for us to plant the seed. And then all of a sudden at the end of the treatment, you know, something is sprouting. It takes time. It's, um, and that's the beauty. You know, Ayurveda always says that, um, you know, you have to make that investment and that investment takes time. It's not like you sit down and you meditate and you then have a benefit, um, tomorrow or you're, thinking to yourself how much that you just um, achieved. It's not about achievement. So, you know, you don't sit down and meditate and go, oh, my God, that was such a great meditation. <laughs> you know, it's, it's nothing to, you know, to quantify, right? So for our treatments, we take that into consideration as well. So I guess you've described one type of treatment, but I know Ayurveda is like diet, lifestyle, herbs, even yoga, all of these different parts. So can we talk a little bit about these other parts? Absolutely. Um, well, you know, what I have actually done, um, which is a lot different than what you see with a lot of Ayurvedic, um, whether they be practitioners or physicians or spas, is that I've taken my education, which I have my doctorate in Ayurvedic medicine. So I've taken that and I've married it with my aesthetic and my massage license together, along with other levels of education that I've had. Now, when you say that to me, um, (laughs) it's hard to answer because, um, yes, Ayurveda encompasses everything. So there's all different branches. So, you know, yoga is one branch, but then there's other branches to Ayurvedic medicine. Mm -hmm. And so given that, what I've done is taken all that information, stirred it up in a pot, created these treatments and created these different workshops and ways of teaching people about yoga or meditating or about lifestyle or diet. And I've infused all of them. So, you know, it's important. We talk about the education component is that um, sleep and making sure you're listening to music and making sure you're moving your body and, um, you know, taking all these other aspects into consideration. It's not as though you're going to come in and get a treatment that um, is going to be, oh, we're going to just focus on your diet today. We share all those lifestyle things with people, unlike um, someone going into a nutritionist and being told, this is what you're going to eat. This is a selection of food we want you to follow. More so, I'm going to say to you, okay, when do you eat and what are your food choices? Are you choosing live foods or are you choosing processed foods? Are you having a big dinner before you go to bed? When are you having breakfast? Are you eating breakfast? that our approach is very different. So I hope that answers your question. But You know, I'm so glad that you kind of did that line of questioning, right? Because I thought that it would be something that would be really good for the listeners. If we can talk about like, what does a consultation session look like? You know, like what, what questions would you ask? What would you want to know in order to build like a treatment program for me? Mm-hmm. And I was wondering, like, if I could be like a volunteer today, <laughs> so we can kind of, you know, go through it a little bit so people could, you know, have a better understanding. If that's okay with you, Dawn. <laughs> we could. It, it, take, it takes a little bit because I will tell you there's one component that's not there, which, you know, we're, we're working through with my team right now about mm-hmm. how to do these online consultations. So um, <laughs> this, this is uh, interesting for me. Uh, what we do is a lot comes from our touch. A lot, a lot comes from being tactile. So 
our first line of questioning is that, believe it or not, we ask you your month and your day and your year of your birth, right? Okay. So actually, tell me that if you don't mind. Or of you course, can, let's do it. I have some, I have some charts here. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I've, I've brought everything home. I brought, brought body science to, to my house. So, um, okay, so tell me month, day, and year. Um, March 25th, 1978. She's a baby. Yes. Yes. She's just, she's a baby. Oh, to be that age again. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I would like to, but oh my God. Wow. Okay. So you're fire from the sun. Holy. Yes, she is. She is literally like that fire from the sun. That makes sense to me. You are also very pitta. So part of our consultation would be this, is that knowing your, what we call your Chinese biorhythm, knowing that you're fire from the sun, and it's actually showing to me that you're very young. And so what that means is that you can burn yourself up. So think about the analogies. With holistic medicine, we think about uh, how to protect the information that a certain sect of population that is practicing holistic medicine that they keep sacred because now if the information is given to everybody and this is what's actually kind of mirroring in our society today everyone thinks they're an expert everyone thinks they're <laughs> like a lesson <laughs> yes. <Okay>. everybody's <laughs> an expert yes they have a platform like all they yep. need is an instagram and they're experts that's right that's all so, you need that's all that you need i mean you know <laughs> So it worries me, but you know, um, you know, gosh, I could go off on a whole other segment. No, no, but <laughs> we're gonna reel you back in, reel you yeah. back in. So yeah, keep this in mind that holistic medicine, both traditional Chinese medicine, Ayurvedic medicine, Tibetan medicine, they talk in analogies on purpose. They they kind of um, they encompass it in a little enigma, you know, so that people would take a while to unwrap it for them to understand, Mm -hmm. and better yet for them to experience. So that's why I say that tactile is important for us too, because we're, we're not only paying attention to our touch, we're paying attention to our scent, we're paying attention to our listening, and what we're hearing from the client, there's many senses that go into what we do. So without um, having that capability, what I could tell you about yourself is that when you do become stressed, your stomach actually is in your physical chart, which means that you have to be careful because if you over, because see in Chinese medicine, we talk about how thinking is intimately related to the stomach. When you overthink something that creates a problem, you like and you prefer to stay in more of your esoteric or your emotional state, which is happiness. So for you, you like to be happy and jovial and that's where you want to be. That And so you're also a natural born leader and all those things are comprised together until... Oh, she loves this. <laughs> until, until the day comes where you have so much stress in your life. Think about the analogy of a fire that escapes a fireplace or think about the analogy of um, California raging fires. Well, when that happens for you... <laughs> Everyone needs to run. <laughs> run for safety. <laughs> so that's a little bit about the personality. However, I want to go back to the physical is that even though, you know, kind of like myself, my skin is a little is darker. Um, if I get red or if I blush, you really can't see it very much. You can get red very easily. 
And you also can have reactionary skin. And so a lot of people wouldn't know that about you. So going to see someone like myself, I would actually be more gentle and more aware with your skin because it's going to have a very high sensitivity. You actually have, um, with having a stomach, that when you're really stressed, you could actually break out right through your stomach zone. So we take a look at the face. We read the reflexology of the face. And so the face is a mirror of your internal system. So whatever's happening here is actually happening inside. And just based upon your biorhythm, so I'm only going by your biorhythm. I haven't had you fill out any information like, you know, what's happening for you because we have, um, trying to think a good analogy is that you have your base premise of who you are, but then we step through life and we do things, right? So like we do things to ourselves. <laughs> so we could be, we step through life and we do things yes go ahead i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you but it was too easy yes Yes, thank you so much so you know whether we are we're eating over drinking or whether we're not sleeping or whether we're not exercising whether we um are having difficult relationships and we're not processing through our emotions we do things (laughs) to ourselves (laughs) that's we're helpful and you and i are helpful from that end processing through the emotion yes exactly there you go and so you know the emotions show up on the face too right and i don't i don't just mean expressions i mean What we go through in life, like if it's sadness or depression, we actually start to establish lines that become like creases on the sides of our face. If we're fearful, if we're stepping through life and we have a lot of anxiety, and if we're having that um, on a constant basis, which, you know, that struggle, it ends up underneath your eyes and they get dark and they start to have lines. And sometimes it even looks like luggage. It depends on if we're carrying, like carrying that emotion or you know, if we're releasing it or holding it. So there's so many things that show up on the face. And so what we do is we utilize your biorhythm because we know that that is something that is your foundation, your structure. And then we take a look at the things that you were. I want a quick, quick and dirty definition of biorhythm. Okay. We take a look at your, (laughs) uh, see, there's two things that we look at your biorhythm and your dosha. Your biorhythm is from Chinese medicine. It's based upon year, month, and date of birth. We take that and then we source a Chinese calendar, which is more convoluted than this chart that I'm showing you. And then <laughs> gives us information that tells us what's happening for you and pardon me, and what your constitution is like. Okay. And um, a dosha is um, something that people probably are kind of familiar with today, more so with yoga and um, and a little bit of Ayurveda is that everyone wants to find out what their quote unquote dosha is. And then yes. they live their life according to the dosha. But what they have to understand is that um, that was based on uh, Indian philosophical nature. And India is India and the United States is the United States. They're two different things. India can be dirty, hot and very, um, you know, a different environment, and therefore there's more herbs that are used for dietary issues there. And here we have the five seasons. You know, it's kind of interesting what has moved people to um, do things according to what they feel like they feel that they're being boxed into. And it's Instead not that of adapting it, right? Because we have to adapt it to our own lifestyle. Yes, exactly. For sure. I know that when I had my dosha, um, it, when I got, when I saw an Ayurvedic 
practitioner in India and he told me my dosha at the same time he asked me if I wanted to he was going to give me something to wipe off my freckles and I was like actually I don't think that's a thing and he was like he's like I was like yeah no you, mm, I, don't, I don't think so and it was just but it it kind of explains it like in in India that would be a it would mean yes. that there was something wrong with my skin, but yeah. I am, I, I'm not of Indian descent and my freckles have been there since forever. Mm-hmm. Trying to even find the dietary things that were prescribed to me when I came back. What, so I mean, I couldn't find any of them. Right. <laughs> so it was like, okay, how do I adopt yeah. this to my current lifestyle? Cause mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm home now. Exactly. And it, it didn't translate for sure. And then it creates stress. And then, right. then we're doing it for the wrong reason. <laughs> right. You're like, okay, now I'm going to try to live this way, but I can't find any of the food and there's nothing right. I can do. And so having that adapted, uh, being able to adapt it to Life's my real lifestyle right. was yep. uh, really important. And I know that for me, when I was in graduate school, one of the things that was really helpful in knowing my dosha is also knowing when I was the most productive. I created my schedule around when, and I pretty much still do the same thing, but like when I would write papers and study and when I would sleep was all around, I did, I wrapped that around my dosha. I too am very pizza, but I'm also a little bit, (laughs) yes, very pizza, but I got, I got a tinge of kapha in there. So yeah. So I like to, um, I can, I can like to, I like to sleep. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I like to, I like to sleep. That's part of part of <laughs> Yes, and most of us have were made up of you know uh, an amount of all three, and um, and and also we have to think that we have our what they call our prakruti and our vakruti, and so you have your foundation of your dosha, but then as we step through life and we go through different life changes. That actually is a snapshot. So if you just picture you're walking along in life and all of a sudden someone takes a snapshot of you, that is you at that moment in time based upon what's happening from outside sources. And you have to address that too, as well as you have to address what your fundamental, your foundation is, what your structure is. And so that's the other thing that people forget. And right now, many people are very vata. Many, many people are are feeling... Uh, unsettled and not having like a schedule in place and a feeling kind of chilled. Like if you, if you watch sometimes people uh, right now at home, they're probably trying to get warm and they're eating foods that maybe are not uh, cooked and maybe are not warm and that are cool because they're going for the junk food. And so that just increases Vata. So Vata being light and being airy and being, you know, creative and having all these ideas the problem is a lot of these ideas are not going to come to fruition because they're not they're not balancing that vata to then make everything have that structure and that balance to carry it through. So it's kind of I mean there's there's more to what I'm saying. So, you know, right now people should be bathing and using oil on their body and eating oilier foods and trying to eat something that's warm or slightly cooked or steamed. All those things become important because then that helps to pacify your vata, you know. So there, there's a lot to it. It's not as simplistic as, you know, like some books and magazine articles want to be. <laughs> yeah, it is very complicated. And I, for someone like me, this is an easy sell, right? Like I can't wait to go downstairs. And like I, mm-hmm. and nice to be reminded, like I haven't, um, 
I've been talking about the anxiety and not being grounded, but not actually putting uh, the doshas to it, which is Mm -hmm. a nice thing for me to be able to take away. So because I know for myself, like I've been like bumping into stuff and like, and I'm always cold. And as you're saying it, I was like, I've been and I'm not normally cold, but like Mm -hmm. I have been very cold. I don't like cold food. So that's okay for me. (laughs) I've been uh, cooking all my food for someone who this is a new concept, right? Like we have, we haven't like for Anisha, (laughs) we have a new concept, right? We have Anisha right here. What are some of like the easy, easy ways, easy ways to transition into this incorporating this mindset or this, uh, these ideas into, into your life? Ah, well, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the sigh oh dawn the sigh i know right um well number one uh i would say because right now is a very vata time for everyone um what i would i would want anisha to to do a couple of different things because she's pitta so you don't want to use too warming of foods or too warming of herbs because when you increase the heat then you're going to feel it what i would say is focus on the pitta on your body, the body part. So using a pit of oil, which would be a little bit more cooling, but at the same time, it's going to have that vada aspect of grounding you, not working too intensely, staying away from anything that's going to create heartburn. So like um, red wines and spicy foods and probably some things that you, you know, are drawn to, but you shouldn't. Oh, you like spicy food. Too. Yeah, and <laughs> she does. She, she does like she does mm-hmm. like the spice. Usually, pitas do. So, um, do uh, I? Um, I don't think so. But too spicy. Yeah, I don't like too spicy. Uh, coffee, alcohol, um, things of that nature also increase pitta. Also, for computer screen time, like being connected all the time, uh, trying to not have deadlines, trying to be a little bit more flexible because that's outside of what you like to do. You like to have more structure. And having that, um, having things set. So kind of being a little bit more flexible or sometimes what I say to my friends is just be a little bit more fluid. Um, trying to put a little bit more, um, humor into your day, doing things that actually stimulate your, like, love for, you know, making your heart sing, so to speak. Trying to be more acceptive of, um, yeah, I don't know how to put that. Pitta likes to, um, critique. So trying not to be too dogmatic, you know, like pulling back a little bit to allow for some wiggle room. That's a good way to put it. (laughs) Oh, that's nice. That is a good way to put it. Mm -hmm. So those would be some of the things, you know, on a very um, rudimentary, you know, I would say uh, putting some structure into your day, that making sure that you're getting up at a certain time, making sure that you, uh, if you can, if you like to meditate, meditate at a certain time. Uh, taking a bath is a really good thing right now, uh, trying to develop those strategies for eating. So having your biggest meal in the middle of the day, um, breakfast, you know, the word broken up is break fast. So at night, you know, before seven o'clock, try to have something lighter, something warm, something cooked, but small, and then get up in the morning, break the fast from the night before, you know, have something light to eat, some fruit, um, some oatmeal, and then in the middle of the day, have your biggest meal. I would say also committing to a sleep regimen, really important. So making sure that you're in bed like by 9.30 or 10, and then creating a whole 
routine around it, like things that you, you know, know are going to be helpful, like uh, different scents and uh, making sure that you like the sheets that you're getting ready to slip into, staying away from being on the computer or television, maybe taking a warm bath beforehand. Um, all those things become important. I could talk about that forever. I'm going to be quiet now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really, I don't, I, it was excellent. It was excellent. Anisha? Yes. No, I think it's amazing just listening. You know, I'm thinking about my routine and about my day and the things that I need to change. And I think that you have me pegged pretty well, uh, which is very interesting. But for me, as I listen to you, my thought is that I know a lot of your work entails being in the same room with a person. Right. And, and like the physical touch part of it. How has things changed for you since, you know, we've been living in a pandemic? How has your business changed? Like, what has that been like for you? It has been dramatically different. Um, it almost brings tears to my eyes because literally, if you think about um, what's happening, the first responders that are out there today are a lot of my clients. Okay. Doctors, nurses. Uh, the people that are caring, you know, caregivers, right? When we become a caregiver, no matter who it is, a mama or someone caring for a child that has um, issues, mental health issues, or uh, whether it be a, a daughter caring for her mom as she ages, no matter who we are as a caregiver, that's when we need to be nourished and nurtured the most ourselves. Let's take that leap of why I say it brings tears to my eyes, because this is when my clients need us the most. They yeah. need us the most right now. You know, a lot of times we talk about first responders. We really are probably the second wave of responders that hopefully when this lifts, that we will be able to resume business somewhat in the same way that we have. We don't know if things are going to change. We have no idea what that holds. For me and how my businesses changes, we are completely closed we're not touching people in the traditional fashion of what we normally would. Um, I'm on Zoom with my staff at least once a week, if not more, connecting with them. And I am trying my best to connect with clients as much as I can. We actually are just getting ready to go into a 21-day inspirational meditation, which um, I will be doing Zoom for that. And the reason why I'm doing that is I want to see people's faces and I want the clients to be able to see each other's faces because it's all about community. And a lot of our clients have come to know each other and they see each other around the same times of day when they're there mm -hmm. for their treatments. Right. And so clients yeah. miss other clients. And so we'll be on that, on that meditation all together. We've also been keeping in contact with a lot of our products. Um, I was so uh, shocked and uh, pleasantly surprised that a lot of our clients just called me and texted me and emailed me before we even had our uh, store up. We've always had an online store, but um, our online store actually uh, we took down because not a lot of people were coming to us to purchase. And that was very frustrating for me. So now we finally have, um, we have clients coming to us to purchase, which is going to help us stay open up. You know, it's the whole thing, you know, with what you see for any business online uh, is that you start to see that, um, you lose your clients going to the vendors or the manufacturers of whatever you sell, you know, for a lot of retailers. So that's the sad part for us. But, um, you know, even just our clients interacting on Facebook, it's um, that's been very important. So um, we've come up with a lot of great ideas with um, doing our calls with our staff that we're getting ready to implement. So this is just one of many, the meditation, and we're actually going to donate. We're not going to charge 
So if people want to donate for um, a safe space for Hawk or for um, COVID-19, they did a relief fund for Massachusetts or towards body science. We're doing it that way for donation. Now, this podcast will come out a couple of weeks after your meditation starts. So um, it can start at any time. So that's what I was going to ask. So how can, um, how can listeners find it? Anybody can jump in, right? Yep. Anyone can jump in at any time. It starts this Sunday. However, um, anytime that they want, they can just hop into the loop. Um, what they would do is on Facebook, we have it. We will post it on our face, on our, um, on our, uh, website, website as well. But right now on Body Science Facebook, it's posted as an event. And then right there is a link for them to go and put in their email address and their name. And, um, that way we can contact them and add them into the Zoom. And then every morning, seven o'clock, they can participate. Either they can show their face or they can, you know, or not. Doesn't matter. I don't care what anyone looks like. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> and I have to say, I'm really looking forward to seeing you at seven o'clock in the morning for 21 Thank days. You. What a special treat to be able to wake up to you every day at seven, as I have done. <laughs> I am done. We talked about this. <laughs> I hope it starts with a little bit of a song. So um, while you were talking, I was thinking about how you're staying connected to your clients. And I'm so excited that you are in such a way, but in the products and the touch, what are you recommending? Because I know that if you are on your calendar every week or every, like that missing that, I mean, the same way with, us like we made sure that everybody got the same time I mean we were fortunate right like yes. that we could provide telehealth and so we made sure to the best that we could that everybody got their same spot and at the same time on the same day oh. um, to keep that consistency and to can keep help really keep people moving and like helping them identify what's going on in the world right now but for that I mean, I know for me, I have a monthly uh, facial that I get, and I know that I have a massage that I get, and that I'm going to miss that because that physical experience really, I mean, it helps me do my job. What are you recommending to people to do at home? And what products are they using? And what is what is that like? So we recommend products based upon either their biorhythm, their dosha, or both. And they mostly, all of our clients have that at home. There's probably a handful of clients, uh, probably more in honesty, that don't have any of our products because I think that people are very uh, experience-driven and not product-driven, and they think that you're trying to sell them. Um, I will share with you, we posted that question on Facebook, and we have a client, her name is Melanie, and she had said that she's been using her cleanse. We actually do, right around this time, what we recommend for people is a seasonal cleanse for spring. She's using her cleanse. She's exfoliating her body. We actually teach you a exfoliation with exfoliating gloves. And then we also have um, a physical exfoliation that feels phenomenal. She's using her body serum and her Yogi Body Gel in Curcuma Flow for her inflammation. She's telling me that her, her belly feels phenomenal right now and that she Ooh. can't wait to get back to um, having her. She does uh, body contouring cures, which are done in a series of three with breast treatment and facial. And then she said when she really starts to feel stressed that she uses her luxurious robe that she bought from us around Christmas time and that she starts <laughs> to drink her tea. I wish I could show you my tea, uh, but I have this beautiful hibiscus tea, which is like a pink color in my cup. And she does her self-abianga. So we use oils on you when you're having your massage. What I find is that if you're using those oils at home, it creates that neuro response. So, you know, you smell it, you feel it, it's on your body. 
it actually brings you back to that moment in time. That's the power of aromatherapy. So you actually have that neuro response happening internally. I can conjure up what my treatments at Body Science smell like, like that. <laughs> It's amazing. And that is not something that happens in any, uh, in most places that I've been at all. And it's really like, it's such a wonderful sensory memory when you, cause you're so taken care of. It's amazing. I'm so, I'm so happy that that happens out in the world that you can like, especially now that you can bring your treatments home. So I can get all my stuff on your site, right? Yes, you can get all your stuff on the site and you can either email me or call me or text me. I get everything and I can respond. And you actually have a little box that's uh should have been arriving today um, or yesterday. Oh, I, I cannot <laughs> wait for my care package. I am so excited. For someone like Anisha, who now she knows she's Pitta and we know um, she's got some fire in there from her Chinese medicine and her Chinese that side and from the Ayurvedic side, how would she become a new client? Are you, how would that work? So if she wanted her own little care yep, package so. <laughs> and how would, it, how could we start? Perfect. So let's see, you give me some great ideas, little Missy. Uh, <laughs> you know how I roll girl. Yep, yep, I, I, know, I know. I've been thinking about it from the moment you called. Uh, so, what I what I would do is um, we have a well my name is probably the best Don Tardiff at BodyScience.com. Um, you would just send me an email and say hey I'd like to become a new client. I will change that pretty soon up on our website. We'll have something you could just press. <laughs> <laughs> just press. We get some just time. Press. I want to be a new client. <laughs> um, yeah. The first couple of things is that um, I'd want you to, we have on online about self-abhyanga on how to do uh, a massage, like doing rotations on your joints, elongated motions on the limbs, and covering yourself with oil. That's one of the first things, especially for right now, this time, for both, for pacifying vata, which is what we're going through, and what's your snapshot, your picture, um, but also because your pizza, so I would do the pizza oil, and that would be great. And then, of course, we have fire products. So all of our products are based upon your biorhythm. So whether it be wood, fire, earth, metal, water, you would then be using the fire products. And by using them at home, they're actually energetic. So no other product line. Our product line is very unique because it's based off of quantum physics. So literally, when you're smelling... Amazing. There's a vibration. I know, right? NASA's going to take to prove that. <laughs> I love it. I love oh, it. God. So the vibration quotient of that is actually balancing your electromagnetic energetic field that they just discovered. It's <laughs> very powerful. So it's not just to change, you know, your skin. It's not just to um, take away wrinkles or... All those things are going to happen, but that's not the premise. The premise is to help balance your constitution. And then all those things come. So that's what I believe is that beauty is health made visible. When you're healthy, you glow with beauty. I saw this meme. Oh, I love that. that um, there, there was something that someone posted. Beauty is health made health visible. I do not want to forget that ever. <laughs> I, need, I need to have some t-shirts. Uh, so with that, in well, mind, now, you know, I always wonder what the name of the episode is going to be. Beauty is hell <laughs> made visible and I will forget. So I don't want to forget, but I might not forget this. 
Yeah, don't forget it. Don't forget it. Yeah. So there was a meme that was out there that said something about how um, she's this woman has been practicing for this moment in time forever because she doesn't have to go have her nails filled, her lips injected, her lashes put on. (laughs) (laughs) Those things are all out the window right now. None of that is happening. I I thought to myself, what a great, I I don't want to do it because there's a lot of clients that, you know, it probably would be taken the wrong way, not as humorous. But, you know, I thought that was kind of funny. And she says, I've been practicing for this moment in time my whole entire life. life. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I do. (laughs) And the uh, beauty is health made visible. So nice. So um, if you are fortunate enough to be at home now with a partner that uh, you feel safe with, and I did and I don't know, uh, Anisha wouldn't know what Hawk is, but Hawk is the domestic violence shelter near uh, where Dawn's business is. And part okay. of the money that she's raising with her meditation will be going to that organization. So I wanted to preface that if you are home with a partner that you feel safe and you are feeling very close to, I know that that's what's happening in my home. How would you be able to use, would you be able to do this together? Yes, like, oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, right now, um, what I love in, in in India, this is actually an art that they offer, is that, um, well, not that they offer. <laughs> <laughs> that they offer. <laughs> have to, have to phrase that. So in families, you know, because in the States, it's so different. I don't see families touching each other. I don't see them hugging each other. I don't see them massaging each other. And one of the saddest things in my um, recent business life and talking with clients just recently over the holidays is that I had turned to this woman and I had said, take home the Vata oil and massage your son. Oh, my son is 16 years old. He won't let me touch him. And I thought <laughs> to myself, my good Lord, you know, the, herein lies the problem is that, oh, and I understand, I understand from all aspects and I know what I'm saying is very foreign and I, I get it. However, <laughs> a lot of my clients that we've taught them how powerful touch is. And so they've been massaging their children since they were babies and stepping through and massaging at five years old, at 10 years old, at 13 years old, at 17 years old. And literally, when I said this, one of my clients that was in earshot said, oh, my gosh, my son's come home from college. Like, what are you talking about? And they're like, mama, can you give me a massage? And they're taller than I am now. And I have to have them sit down like on the floor in front of me in the couch with my, like I'm straddling my son in his shoulders and massaging him. And he's like, no mama, like my face, like I love when you massage my face. And the clients that were there looked at her like she was completely crazy. So to circle back, yes, it's really important to practice these things with your partner, with your family, with your children, with your loved ones with your friends, that it's very important, whether it be a hand massage for our elders, you know, when we're out of, when we step out of this, if, you know, if you're home and you're with someone and you're safe and that person has been cohabitating for a while, that yes, you know, touch is so important. That's actually going to boost your immune system. It's going to actually help with your metabolism, your nervous system, your brain function, everything. So it's it's really important. It's one of the nutrients of life. So, you know, touch is really important. Yes. Mm-hmm. I have um I have been telling people if they are fortunate to be home with uh with people that they feel safe with that not hug up on your people. Like yeah. it's really it's important. You wanna, it. you wanna feel that touch. You wanna 
know that have that connection, especially as we are very separate and we don't know when we're going to touch each other again. Right. right. Especially our elders. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, you know, I think about a lot of our older population that are in homes at this moment, you know, whether it be assisted living or whether it be a nursing home, you know, yeah. how many people are being touched there and that in itself, you know, so a good, a good question to be asking ourselves is that, you know, how actually is this virus being transmitted and how it's coming about? Because if we weaken our immune system by lack of doing the things that we know boost our immune system, is it actually being transmitted or are we creating it ourselves? So, and that's just hypothetical. I'm not looking for any medical, you know, interpretation of what I just said. That should, that should come with like a... (laughs) A warning, <laughs> some sort. Okay, <laughs> okay. warning label. Okay, it's not your own risk, but something to think about, right? You're leaving the door open, like for your immune system, if you're not practicing these self-care, nurturing, nourishing behaviors, and you close the door for your immune system when you are practicing them, so that you will not get get uh, sick easier. Okay, <laughs> okay, we will make sure that. Listen at your own risk. Listen at your own <laughs> risk. <laughs> listen, listen at your own risk. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Do you have any more questions? I know. It's just, I am like thinking of all, well, I'm still, I still have the smell in my nose, right? Like I'm still wow. like, I'm still back there being taken care of in body science, just wow. giggling, enjoying drinking my tea, um, all of those things. Um, I really, I'm looking forward Anisha to when we are let out. Cause I would really like you to have this experience. I, yeah. I we will get in my car it's and we will take great. you. And she will t- and there will be a big, huge hug for you. As soon as you walk in the door, there'll be some singing, there'll be some things you'll be right. greeted. You'll get the full experience for and sure. Time in with me too. <laughs> yes, you can chime in. Do you have any last? Do you have any more questions for Don? So, Don, for people who may not be able to um, jump on to like the group meditation that you're doing, do you have any suggestions for starting a new meditation practice right now? Goodness, yes. You know, um, the first thing I like to tell you is that everyone should start meditating right now because, as you have seen that uh, and, and heard, you know, whether it be on the news or something that you read, is that. Uh, the noise level of our country has diminished, like the decibels have come down. What that translates to me, too, is that um, there's a philosophy with rishis and seers and monks that meditate, is that they normally get up very early in the morning, like at four or five o'clock in the morning, and they meditate. And the reason why they do that is because the vibration in the universe is low. So by that, I mean that the decibel, the noise is low. And so therefore, when you meditate, it's a great opportunity um, so that it allows you to get into meditation easier, more gentler. So right now during this respite, that um, meditating is easier and more uh, and, and should be something that is put into practice. I would, um, if you have a moment, I can give everyone a mantra now for them. I love that. Thank you. um, How I would, I don't know how much time we have, but would you, I meant to ask you this in the beginning. I I so apologize. Could I walk us through a short meditation? Like um, I could probably do a 10 minute meditation, which will, no, five minute, would five minute be too much, too much time? Or um, I I can do a five minute meditation. Okay. 
what I'd like us all to do for a moment, and I'm going to do this with you, is that I would like you to scoop back in your chair so that you feel supported, that your lower back feels supported, and that you feel comfortable enough to quite possibly put your feet flat on the floor. And if they don't reach, don't worry. And just allow for your eyes to close very gently. Comfortable. Just knowing that there's no place for you to be. There's nothing for you to do. Just being here with me right now, this moment in time. I would like you to take a nice big deep breath in, deep down into your belly. Fill it up nice and full. Slowly exhale. And again, nice big deep breath in, deep down into your belly. And slowly exhale. Knowing that I'll keep track of time for you. If you hear anything in your environment, I would like you to give it wings. Let it fly away. Gently bring your attention to my voice or to your breathing. And at first, I'm going to ask you four questions. And whatever comes into your mind, just allow it to come in and then bring your attention back to the question. Who am I? You may not know the answer to this question, but this is a great time to start that dialogue with the universe. Who am I? Who am I? And the next question, what do I want? The answers can be anything material, spiritual, physical, emotional, anything that you would like to see fulfilled. What do I want? What do I want? The next question is what is my Dharma or my purpose in life? How can I help? How can I serve? What is my Dharma? What is my Dharma? And the next question is, what am I grateful for? What am I grateful for? What am I grateful for? Let's take another nice big deep breath in, deep down into our bellies. Slowly exhale. And we're going to go to the universe to work out the details. Simply just observe inflow and outflow of your breath. And now as you breathe in deep through your nose, I would like you to think so. Exhale through your mouth. In your mind's eye, hum. Allowing your breathing to flow easily 
gently, silently, inhaling so, exhaling hum, so, hum, so, hum. Slowly taking a nice big deep breath in, deep down into your belly. Exhaling, allowing for your body to have some movement. Moving your hands, your fingers, moving your toes. Slowly casting a gaze down by your feet and then gently opening your eyes. And then just taking a moment to be here, be with us right now. So that's just a quick meditation, very quick. But uh, I would say some of the meditations available online are great. Now that you know that mantra, so hum, that there is a great app that you can get on your phone called Insight Timer. And that is a great way to put it into place where you uh, open up the app and then you put in the amount of time that you'd like to meditate. And then you'll have a soft bell that will ding to keep track of the time so that you can then uh, meditate and not feel as though you have to open your eyes to keep looking at the clock. And yeah, so it's called Insight Timer. I thought they had like a really nice, uh, I can't get it up on my phone. I was going to show you. (laughs) (laughs) We'll find it. I do. I really, um, that was beautiful. And uh, I'm so grateful to be reminded of that mantra. I, I haven't used that mantra in a really long time. Good. Yeah. Well, it's a good one. We will hold meditation classes online. I did hold them at Body Science, and it's one thing um, for it to happen in in, in person. But um, we, I will take it to online. Um, it's uh, the Primordial Sound Meditation from the Chopra Center, and uh, I will have those classes soon. So it will teach people how to meditate, and not just coming to the table to like, okay, we're just going to sit and meditate. <laughs> okay, goodbye. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think well i mean that's a whole nother we could we could do a whole nother hour on meditation and meditation Uh and mantra and primordial sound and all of those things and i am looking forward to seeing that meditation class online yes (sighs) what a beautiful day
Um, Dawn, thank you so much. This you are so very welcome. So I can sing. So amazing. So um, as you know, we're only on episode nine, so we're still working some stuff out. So at the end of every episode, we ask two questions. Um, Anisha asked the questions. So I, <laughs> I, like, I like to know if she comes up with some great ones. So we're working it out. We're, and we are people to email us, tell us what they want us to keep asking. But Anisha's going to Anisha's going to ask you two questions. Okay. Okay. So my first question is, how were you brave today? I know it's early. It's only one o'clock in the day, guys. Just so you know what time it is. But who knows what went on this morning? <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, let's see. I love, first, I just have to say, I love that question. Anisha, <laughs> I love that question. Because I think that for a lot of people, um, being brave is and especially with whatever walk of life that they're in, sometimes it's just getting out of bed. And yeah. um, I think of my clients, like when I think about that. Um, so I, I think for me that um, it's always communication. And um, I think for myself today, being brave to be able to communicate with my, with my honey um, before this started, <laughs> um, and with my mom and, um, and being more open with, um, my own truth and what I wish to say and how I wish to deliver it. And, um, in my environment, everything that, um, for me, that's probably a little, a little spot of braveness. I, I always think of for myself, um, being brave is more, stepping out of my comfort zone in things that I really feel uncomfortable about. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's being brave. Anything <laughs> that I'm not, anything that I'm not comfortable with and that mm -hmm. I have to go and do that is when that hat comes on. So <laughs> awesome. Yeah, we are, we are all about getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Okay. I loved your answer, Don and Anisha. <laughs> What do we got for number two today? Yeah. No, thank you for the answer because I think a lot of our listeners are trying to be brave every day right yeah. now dealing with what we're dealing with. So thank you so much for that. Yeah. And now we have a fun question, right? Yes. Um, have you ever dined and dashed? And give us a little about the story, if you have. <laughs> have I ever? Say that one more time. Have dined and dashed. Dined, ate, and then ran? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no paying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> have you ever ordered dinner eaten and then bolted before the check got there is oh what she's God. asking you no i no. haven't oh my God. It's, all, it's probably all those nuns that i was raised by <laughs> right, exactly. there has been a time there has been a time when i wish that i would have you know like when i've had something happen and i'm like so disgusted in the restaurant or the server it's crossed <laughs> my mind. Can I just like scoot out? Because like I'm all done. <laughs> so just so that we know, that's how I, she did not leave, but that's how I met. Wasn't I waiting tables? Didn't I wait on you and your mom? Yes. That's, that's how we met. Yes. So yes. that is how we met. They oh, picked yes. me. I was, I, I was, dash. she did not. She did not, but that is how we met and she paid. <laughs> Can attest to the fact that they paid. And um yes, and we have and been it friends. wasn't me that you were talking to. No. It was my mother that started talking to you. <laughs> so I, I her. So Anisha, can I just tell you, 
I was on, yeah. I was on zoom. I, Cause that's the only thing I really knew how to use up until this moment. So um, <laughs> I, I made my mom get on zoom with me. Right. And so I said, these are the questions, mom, and I'm going to run through this. And I said, you, you do know that this is your fault, right? Because <laughs> you started talking to Diana and you told her to have a seat, like come sit. And she's like, no, no, I can't sit down. And my mother's like, well, you might as well sit down. Cause you know, <laughs> I, I sat right there. I was like, okay. It was, I, you know, it's really, I was thinking about that this morning. I have had the most amazing connections with people out of synchronicity of like, it hasn't been friends that I've grown up with. I really, in my life, the friends that I grew up with, I, I, I don't have any contact with them. I never grew up in one spot for a long time to have relationships like people have relationships today. All of my relationships have happened happenstance or synchronicity or, you know, it, it's interesting, just those short spots of time with deep connection has created those relationships to stay in my life. It's, yeah. it's been amazing. And they've been my best, my best friendships or relationships that I've had that I've honored very deeply. So yeah, it's a, a different way to step through life, I guess. <laughs> it's amazing. It is. And it's, uh, I'm glad to be, I'm glad to be stepping through life with you girl, for sure. <laughs> I, so I'm <laughs> Sing. I can't think of a song. Okay, before you start singing, just make, I want to make sure that everybody knows where how to find you on your website okay. because tell spell it the whole thing. <clears throat> okay, Body Science B O D I. We did a play on Bodhi, um, so it's B O D I, um, and then Science, the word Science spelled out dot com, and then um, on Facebook uh, we have a lot of interaction. And, um, and that is just body science. When you get onto Facebook, just body science, period. Um, body science, uh, underscore, uh, wellness is our Instagram. And those are really the platforms that we communicate with. Or if you wish to email me again, my name is Dawn, D-A-W-N. And, uh, my last name, Tardif, T-A-R-D-I-F as in Frank at bodyscience.com. And if you can't remember that, wellness at bodyscience.com is great too. That will get to me as well. So awesome. those are all the ways. Mm -hmm. Well, I um, can't wait to go check the mail. <laughs> <laughs> if I would have known, Anisha, please make her, make her share something with you. Make I will. her share. I will. I'll share. She'll she share. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put another, I, I'll put another package together because that will, yeah, I'll put another okay. package together. All right. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, we did it again. We did it again. All right. So um, I'll share if you share the file, I'll, I'll share it with um, clients and stuff. So oh, we're gonna share it all over the place. Yes, you're gonna get a copy of this as soon as, as, soon as we. It'll probably be out in two weeks, and then um, yeah. So you'll don't you worry. Don't you worry. Everybody's going to see it. Um, now that I figured out how to post on Facebook. So things happened in the pandemic. I figured out how to put something on Facebook. Perfect. Um, okay. So we're going to, we're going to stop here. Okay. Yeah. Sign off. And um, since, since we are taping uh, uh, a podcast in the pandemic, we are signing off with stay healthy. Healthy and keep and washing wash your, your hands. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get that so that it's we say it at the same time 
eventually. You should have told me. I would have said something. <laughs> okay, well, stay healthy and keep washing keep your washing hands. Keep washing your hands. Yeah. Yes, we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening. All right. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>